Never bend your head, always hold it high. Look the world straight in the eye. Helen Keller. This is the Legacy Atlas with Dr. Tamika Lett. Thank you for joining me again another week of the Legacy Atlas podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tamika Ladd, and thank you for being here to go over this journey of creating a life well lived and a legacy, breaking a lot of those chains and ideas that are placed on us through generations and saying what we can't accomplish and what we can't do and changing that narrative to what we're going to do and what we will do and what's happening. Just a recap of last week, talked all about small wins, you know, celebrating yourself through those small things that happen and understanding that those small wins lead up to big victories. So not pushing them to the side and thinking that they can't be accomplished, understanding that small wins add up. As a result, it gives you motivation to continue on your journey to living your purpose. And and coming into this week, episode 17, talking about tackling your fears. So coinciding with small wins, they do not result without taking chances. So you're not going to get those small wins and those big victories without taking chances. And taking chances involves tackling your fears. We all have fears and everything that we do. And it's important to understand that that's okay. There's some things we've, we've never attempted, we've never experienced. And so you may have a little apprehension towards doing these things and that's okay. What's not okay is if you allow these fears to prevent you from getting to where you need to get within your journey and leading to your purpose. Some of the things that fear causes is you to get stuck and some paralysis of the brain. You can't think when you are actively submitting to fear. So you have to get to the point where you are unstuck from fear. It'll stop us in our tracks and leave us waiting, you know, in this water right here in this spot, not not paddling, not making any new moves, not making any new waves because we're stuck. We're fear of what's on the other side. And we can't have that. It's a mechanism used to keep us from getting to where we need to get. And then getting to the point where we are comfortable and facing our fears. And that takes time. That takes some some ownership and understanding that, you know what, I've never done this. This is new for me. I'm not sure if I can do this, but I'm going to do it. And changing all of that mindset that we have about fear. I talk to people all the time about just taking chances regardless. When I was first getting into uh, academia and teaching in higher education, I would put out so many applications and I wasn't scared of the rejection. They would come in. And when I say they would come in, I would get at least one a day because I was putting so many applications and I would get one a day. But I didn't let that discourage me. 
I had a goal and my goal was to teach in higher education. That's what I was going to school for. That's what my passion was to be an educator, to help people, to, you know, work on ways to better educate people, especially in the human services field. That was my passion. And I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I continued to, to apply. And then one day somebody said, Hey, come in for an interview. And from that point, everything changed, but I could have easily not gotten that position by having fear and saying after the first rejection, saying, oh, no, I don't want any more rejection. You know, I don't like this. This makes me uncomfortable. I'm not putting any more applications in. But I was relentless and I was staring in the eye. I don't fear rejection. It's a it's a growth learning opportunity. I changed my application. I went and sought some help, some additional assistance. Can you look at my applications? Can you look at my resumes? What do I need to change? And and I helped develop myself in the process rather than staying stuck to where I was and saying, well, I'll never work in academia. And I and I, that's why I'm working. That's what I do. And it's my passion. And it took courage to get through that. And that's just something small. So think about the big things of going besides a job, besides a career. Think about changing the narrative of generational trauma in your family. That's something huge. So getting to the point where we understand that we have to take risks and we have to understand these risks is an important part of your journey. So of course, take out those journals because I have four reasons and steps that are imperative to you facing your fears, tackling them, and conquering them. Number one, it changes the narrative. So it's not a a failure, like I said before in my applications, relentless applications. It's not a failure, but it's an opportunity to to let you control your abilities. It helps you to kind of get things intact, to change the game. Look at, okay, I'm going about it through this way. Maybe I could try the window. Maybe I could try the back door. The front door is not working. So it gives you an opportunity to do some evaluation and then change the narrative. I I can accomplish this. I'm capable. But let me think about this, how I'm approaching it and what am I doing? So I'm not failing. I'm learning. And you should always be learning from any setback that you have. It should be a learning opportunity. Two, it allows you to be brave. So you have setbacks, but being willing to face them head on and allows you, it gives you that confidence that you need. Fear is is conquered through action. So you have to be brave and face it regardless of anything. You hear some of the best stories of people who survive harrowing events is they face their fears. It was life or death. I had to be brave. I didn't have a choice. And that's how you should conquer all your fears. It's it's life or death. I have to be brave in all that I do because it's going to lead me to something that's better, a better experience, a learning opportunity. And people, it shapes destiny. It, It changes narratives. It shapes destiny. And it breaks down barriers that were once there that may have been within a family, just within yourself. It changes all of that, changing the course of where you're walking. 
Three, you change your mindset. So you go in knowing that you're fearful, but being brave and tackling your fears leads you to be more hopeful. It leads you to be more faith, have faith-based, and knowing that you can do your best. It lets you know that you're capable of doing. And knowing this is one of the biggest hurdles in tackling your fear. Just knowing that, you know what, I can do this. I am capable of doing this and going out and grabbing it and saying, I am going to do this. Very important in your journey. And then lastly, number four, it builds your resilience. So when I was doing those applications and I started getting the rejections and I was like, okay, I'm going to continue. I became resilient. One, the first rejection hurt. The second rejection really hurt. The third one, I was like, okay, you know, something's got to give (laughs) and turned into a learning opportunity for me to evaluate what I'm doing, what I need to change. Is there some things I need to learn from this? And I did, but through this, I got resilience. I built up my resiliency and I was no longer scared. I would get the rejection letter say, oh, delete. You know, I would contact the hiring manager to say, is there any feedback you can give? I conquered it head on. I became resilient. Me not getting that job doesn't say anything about me. It's nothing about me. They just decided not to select me. They had other candidates, which they thought fit them, which spoke nothing of me. It's what they thought. And so I became resilient and I continued and that resiliency helped me to get to the point where I'm at now working in academia, which I've been for five years. So it builds up that resiliency to rejection, to hearing, you know, okay, no, and not falling apart, getting a rejection letter and not, you know, just crumpling up, staying stuck, not being able to move to where you need to go. And the best part about all of, all of these four things, and there's many more reasons and ways that tackling your fears is so beneficial to your journey to creating this lasting legacy. But it's just understanding that you can do this and you can do all things. For me, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's my faith. And whatever motivates you and gives you that that encouragement that you have to say, even if you have to go in there and find your favorite Bible verse, find your favorite quote and just repeat it over and over to give yourself the courage to do it, you can do it and you will do it. So after all, you have a journey to complete. So you have to keep going. Failure is not an option. So face those fears. Thank you for joining me for episode 17, Tackling Your Fears of the Legacy Atlas podcast. I hope that I was able to provide you with something that would help you where you are in your journey and tackling those fears, being brave and getting to that next level, building up that resiliency. You have to learn to speak life into ourselves. We, we have learned to do a great job of speaking that into others, but we also need that spoken into us. Thank you for joining me this week. Next week, I will be talking about being teachable. 
having that openness to understand that growth is a continual process and we all need to continue to learn and grow throughout this journey. So I will see you next Wednesday on the Legacy Atlas podcast.